Welcome to FitChicks Chat brought to you by FitChicks Academy, where we are dedicated to teaching you all about fitness, nutrition, and wellness, as well as how to build an incredibly successful business using our proven techniques and systems designed to get you certified, confident, successful, and get you results for yourself, your business, as well as your clients. Now, if you've ever wondered, how can I be successful as a coach? Where do I find my first client? How do I even build a business? Where do I begin? I want you to make sure to listen to the end of each episode so that you can hear inspiring stories from our graduates of the Fitchix Academy and hear how they signed their first clients, how they built their business of their dreams and paid back their tuition just weeks after graduating and how all of this is possible for you too. Hey Chick, happy new year. I cannot believe it is officially 2022. Oh my gosh. So exciting. So this is just a very quick introduction to today's episode because this recording was done just prior to the new year where Amanda and I did a really big deep dive into the lessons that we learned in 2021. Now we like to keep our podcasts around the 45 minute mark at the most. And of course, this was a topic that we had a ton of stuff to share with you guys about. We learned a lot last year, the good, the bad, the ugly, and we got very chatty with it. So it ended up being a pretty long podcast. So what we did was we split it into two parts. And so you will be listening to part number one today. And then next week, you'll be able to carry on and listen to part number two. And hopefully get inspired, get motivated, and get ready to make 2022 the best year of your life while taking some lessons from what we learned from the last year. Okay, let's dive into it. Talk to you soon, chicks. Bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of Fit Chicks Chat. My name is Laura Jackson. My name is Amanda Quinn. And how excited are we? This is our first podcast episode of 2022. I know. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. I can't honestly, like, this is crazy to think we're in 2022, like another year has gone. I know. I know. I find like, I don't know about you, but I find like days, weeks, like everything just goes by so fast. Like, I'm just like, I blink and it's like, okay, November was done. I blink and it's like, oh, it was Christmas. Like, I just feel like it's just, everything has just happened so fast over time lately. And I don't know. I don't know if it's just because like people always say like when you get older, so I'm like, it's just because I'm getting older. <laughs> no, it's like, I feel the same way. And that's why I love this type of episode that we're doing today, where we're going to be doing a kind of recap of our 2021 and sharing our biggest lessons that we learned and then our goals for 2022. Because I think a lot of people, what ends up happening is, you know, like, as you were saying, time goes by so fast, the years keep like, it's the year is done. And we don't even take the time to look back at like what we are proud of that we created in the year before, Mm -hmm. and then think about what we want to create in the year ahead. And then, you know, life just seems like it's taking over and we're not doing the things we want to do. So I love talking about the stuff, you know, I love, I love, 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 love goal setting. I think it's like one of the, the most underused things, um, to create like an amazing life. I think so too. And I think that having goals gives you the opportunity of 
it's, it's being really honest with yourself and being really truthful with like, not only like what you've done, but like what you want to create. Right. And like just taking the opportunity to step back and say, okay, this is truly what I want. And so how am I going to get there? Right. What is the plan and what are the next steps? And I think people don't necessarily take, I know that even for myself in years past, I didn't take the time to really think about it. I would think about it for our business, but not for our personal. And I think that, that's, I feel like, or at least I feel like that's maybe some of the things that kept me stuck because it just wasn't a priority because it wasn't on sort of like this plan. Like it wasn't part of my plan. Well, hundred percent. And I think that, you know, a lot like you and I are very into mindset work in addition to, you know, fitness, nutrition, business, mm-hmm. all those things. Right. And I think what ends up happening in the, the world of mindset work is you hear this like buzzword of like living intentionally. Right. And right. it just sounds like this concept that's you know, like what even is that? But that's what really goal setting is. It's like thinking about your life. What do you actually want your life to look like? And you can like, and then you're going to create it. Right. Mm Because most of the time we don't sit down and even say like, what type of house do I want to live in? What type of relationship do I want? What type of, you know, business do I want to create? How many clients do I want? What certifications do I want to do? Like actually just sitting down and asking yourself those questions it opens up so much. Like I've learned so much about myself over the last couple of years. I did this exercise before we jump into this, a side note. I did this exercise earlier this year um, about what do I like and what don't I like? And it was so fascinating. Like I wrote it down in two different columns because mm-hmm. I honestly couldn't even answer some of the questions. Like I was thinking about, it, I was like, okay, like what is something like I do that I really don't like to do? Or what are things I really, really like? Like one thing for me is like, I love coffee. And I didn't realize how much I loved it, but like, I don't like getting my hair cut. I don't like getting manicures at all. Even though I like the after effect of it, I don't enjoy the process, but I love getting a massage. But like even going through these small things, I just realized how much... I haven't taken time to really even know myself, but the more you get to know yourself, the more you get to know what you want in your life and the bigger and better your life becomes. Like it's so cool as you start to do it. (laughs) So that's really what we're going to look at today is what happened last year and, or what did we create last year? What, you know, some of the lessons we learned and then again, intentionally like calling it right now. So we can listen to this again next December and be like, did we create what we said we were going to do? For sure. And before we get into that, I just want to add, I also do not like getting my haircut. <laughs> no. Ugh. Well, you, I, you know, so much hair. It's like a three hour process. My last haircut took, they took six hours because I did color oh. as well. I fell asleep guys, like literally fell asleep in the chair twice. I was like, I was just nodding off. Like I couldn't even help myself. I was just like, I'm so tired. Cause I just, it was sitting for so long and it was so like hot in there. And boy, I like literally just couldn't stop falling asleep. So I just, I can't even do it anymore. I'm like, that's it. I'm never coloring my hair again. I can't even, I can't stand that process. Cause it takes too long or I have to separate it. Cause it's just too much. And for anyone who's a hairdresser, it's not you. It's just the process. It's like, no, it's just the time when, it takes and also, to have this much hair. Well, actually the last time that it took that six hours, they didn't even dry it either. Let me just add, cause they were like, it, you just, it takes too long. You have too much hair. So I left with wet hair from a hair salon after six hours. I was like, this is crazy. But yeah, it's, it's so, <laughs> it's so interesting when you start to do these things and actually look at, you know, what it is you like. And I was like, Whoa, I am, I really have been doing some things that I just like, obviously I have to get my hair cut at some point, but I'm like, it's just, there's certain things that I was like, Whoa, I didn't realize how much I 
didn't actually like doing that. Like it's not enjoyable for me. Um, Okay. So let's dive into our recap of 2021. So if you guys are listening, whether you are already a fitness health or wellness coach, or if you're thinking about coaching, or if you're just listening to learn more about health and wellness, I want you to do this for your life as we're going along talking about ours. So we're going to kind of break it down, but just start thinking about 2021 and what happened in 2021 and then going through kind of the topics that we're going to go through. Cause like I said, it's very interesting once you actually start to think about this in context to your own life or your own business or whatever it is that you want to think about, like what area. So we're going to start off with talking about what are we the most proud of in 2021? Your mic is sounding a little shaky. So just stay still. (laughs) Oh, okay. We're going to start off with what are we most proud of in 2021? Totally. So, I mean, one of the things that I think I'm really proud of, and we're talking about it from a business standpoint, um, some personal, but mostly business standpoint is I'm really proud of, um, the way that we kind of took a step back as a team and really looked at the experience for our students in our academy, like our Fitchings Academy, um, where we run both of our certifications, our fitness and nutrition expert and our holistic nutrition, weight loss coaching certifications, you know, it's so easy in a business to just like, be like, okay, you know, the program's done and you're just going to run with it. And you just keep running with it and running with it. And we've had now our certifications running for like six and a half, seven plus years. Like we have been running these certifications for so many years and we, but we do evaluate it and we do kind of look at it and say like, oh, from a content perspective, every six months or so, we'd kind of look at it and be like, okay, what what can we improve or what can we add to it? But this was really looking at it from like the lens of how could we improve the experience for our current students? So really getting curious, asking questions. We sent out the survey to find out like more details about the current students and what they were doing and how like things were flowing. And we just took it like took a step back and went through it as like with the eyes of somebody coming in. And by doing that, it allowed for us to see like, Oh wait, there's so much opportunity for us to be able to, you know, um, help our students in this area, or, you know what, then maybe we do need to add a bit more content in this area, or just even like the, how we were delivering the content and making it so that it flowed better as opposed to being like, you know, even though we had a member site is how can we improve the member site, that experience to make it more fluid. So I feel like for me, I'm really proud of that because if that is, if our focus is to be able to help women get certified and build amazing businesses, we have to be able to deliver the content in a way that they can absorb it in an easier manner in an easier fashion and feel like it's more fluid. So I feel like that's something I'm really proud of. Well, yeah, I feel like I'm really proud of that as well. And in terms of like, what I really think it is too, is just taking that time to take a step, like even what we're doing right now to look back at 2021. Whereas, you know, it's like, we, we were always looking at how can we make our certification better? Right. Which involved creating more things for it. So even though like, this is one thing guys, we created the fitness nutrition expert certification in 2015. We created the, or launched our first one in 2015. We launched our first holistic nutrition weight loss coach in 2016, I believe 2017 was our first one. Um, mm-hmm. but it, we've had them for years and the content has not changed. Like the actual classes, like what you learn, but the things like the delivery has changed. 
the membership site has changed. And once you sign up for the program, you get lifetime access. So every time we make an upgrade or whatever, you still get access to that. So it's not as if people who signed up in 2015 are having a different experience. But we kept on, you know, like I said, like we were adding more stuff, thinking like, oh, they need this and they need this and they need this, which also like it didn't necessarily for from a student perspective. It was amazing, but we weren't thinking about, okay, what can we also take away to make this easier, right? So that's the thing I think with a lot of businesses, we think we have to do more and more and more when really sometimes we have to go back and simplify. So what we did was we went, like, we spent probably a month going through together and with our team, every single aspect of our certifications from like when a student even clicks on a Facebook ad or their first login or, you know, what it's like when they're teaching first practice fitness class, their evaluation forms, every single step they go through, we went through that. And like Amanda said, there was just Mm -hmm. so many opportunities to make it even better and stuff to like, again, simplify because our goal is for women to get to the result. Right? We want you certified. We want you coaching. We want you helping other women building your business. And I too think that that was one of the most beneficial things ever, like for us just to take a step back. And, you know, it's really hard as a forward thinking person to look backwards. You're just like, I don't want to look backwards. I want to look forwards. But it's like the analogy so of cleaning out the closet that I use. Like you've got to take everything out of the closet. You've got to look at it all and then put back in what you want nicely organized instead of just keep on stuffing stuff in the closet. Right. Yeah, definitely. I think Laura, you should do a mic change. <laughs> oh. um, you sound all crackly. So, um, well, Laura, does that? I'm going to talk about the next thing that I'm really proud of, which is I'm really proud of our team. So, over this past year, we have been able to develop and like bring in some amazing coaches, amazing team members, and just the way that they interact, the way that they work, the way that they show up, the way that they help our students, the way that they're so dedicated to the end result. The same way that we are like, you know, we are heart-centered health professionals and we bring in this amazing team and we've been so fortunate to be able to attract incredible women to come on board like um, Jess, who is our program manager, who oversees like all of our students and our coaches and our programs and Sangeeta and Grace. Um, You know, we have a a whole like handful of coaches that are supporting our students on a regular basis, but then also our program manager and Sangeeta who kind of oversee like our other, our fitness and nutrition program and our holistic program, but just the way that they show up and the way that they support. And then of course we can't forget Rich, who is um, our tech support, who just, you know, they all show up in a way that is just like, they're so excited about what they're doing and so happy and proud about the work that they're putting in. And I'm just, I'm so proud to have them as a part of our community and a part of our team. And so I just want to say like, that's something that over this past year, the way that we've cultivated this incredible team is something I'm really proud of. 100%. Um, okay. I mean, I did, I, I'm using a different mic. Does this sound okay? It does. Sounds better. <laughs> Sorry guys. This again is one of the things with con with the zoom. I'm like, you just sound really loud. <laughs> let's just roll with it. Yeah. Um, okay. So the other thing I'm also proud of too, within this time is 
we thought 2020 was going to be the end of the pandemic, right? Remember last year, like everyone was celebrating 2020 coming to an end. And it was like this big, huge, like thinking that 2021 was just going to be like this whole new chapter. And what really happened was 2021, especially in the business world, was even more of a struggle for a lot of small businesses, which, you know, we know a lot of people who we've tried to help support and give ideas to with helping to get them online. Um, And unfortunately, like a lot of businesses didn't make it, right? Like there was a lot of people who didn't. And one thing I'm really proud of is our ability to constantly adapt and to be able to actually have a profitable business during the pandemic. And I think a lot of that, though, is due to the fact that, again, like you were saying, our team, I think it's the fact that we do adapt. We're always learning. We're always open to, you know, of course, we have our pity party days when things aren't working, but it's like, you know what? Okay. This is what we're dealing with. Now what? Like, what are ideas? How can we shift? How can we make this still amazing for our students, but we can also operate within whatever the guidelines are? And we already had an online business, so it was great that for us already, because we already had that structure built. But then we also had to shift and make things a lot better because we had more people coming on. So I'm just really proud of that we were able to do that um, in terms of like, you know, still being able to support other women, being able to pay their salaries, being able to pay coaches, being able to support our families and still be able to help a lot of people. So that's one thing I'm really proud of. Definitely. I think it's something that, you know, anybody who is, what is it? Tony Robbins talks about this and he says, you know, like if you, I mean, we already had a business, but it's, he calls every part of business. Like he says, it's like seasons, right? So it's like, um, you know, you've got the winter season, which is like when you're opening a business and you're opening it in like a darker sort of environment, like whether it's like a pandemic or whether when we started our business, a lot of people don't know this, but when we started our business in 2008, which is when we first launched Fit Chicks, we started it at the beginning of the recession here in Mm -hmm. Canada. And so he, you know, and he talks a lot about like, if you can weather the storm, if you can get through those seasons, then you will get into like, you know, spring where there is growth, there is opportunity and like summer where everything is flourishing. And I just, I like that. I like the analogy of thinking of your business like a season, because it really is about that. So even if you right now are listening and you're thinking, I'm definitely in winter, like, you know, it's a pandemic, I'm just starting out and it maybe feels a little bit like dark and gloomy because, you know, there's a lot, it feels like there's a lot of challenges around you and the sky's a little grayer. Just know that if you can weather through that, like if you can make it through that season, spring is just around the corner. Right. And I, I think, I think about that analogy a lot in our business too. Like, even if there's parts where I'm like, Oh, this is like challenging or this is hard or this isn't working. I'm like, it will work. We just have to figure out the solution and know that on the other side of this is spring, like it will start to grow and then we'll flourish. Right. So well, it's, and just, that's, it's, it's a mindset law, it, thing too. Yeah. It's the laws of the universe, right? Like whatever goes up, comes down, whatever goes down, goes up. Like it's, And that's something that I always, you know, I used to always think in my brain when something was going really wrong, like, I just wish it was three months from now, because I know this will all feel completely different. Right. But now I'm trying not to like wish even the bad stuff away, because at the same time, this is what's so amazing about having your own business. And for those of you who are getting certified or wanting to get certified and thinking, oh my gosh, like, can I do this? It's like, you learn so much in the process. So even though, you know, right now, like, for some people, this season has been a struggle in their business. It's like, look at, try to look at all the positives from it too, right? Like 
you probably now have an online business that you never had before. Or like you learned how to use Zoom in a way that you were never comfortable going on camera. Like there's so many positives that will come out of it that will take you even further. You just can't see it right now. And that's mm-hmm. one thing I always think about. It's like trying to find all of the lessons in what you're doing because business is not a straight line. You know, this is the thing I think when I accepted this, like years ago, I remember thinking, okay, like every year we're just going to grow and we're going to grow our revenue and we're going to, you know, help more people and get more clients and make more money and grow, 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 grow. It doesn't work like that. Like (laughs) success is like that zigzaggy line, right? Like there was like, some years are growth. Some years are not. Some years are intentionally not about growing. Some years are just staying where you are, which is like what? So last year when we did this, my goal for last year was to do the same amount of revenue as we did the year before and work less because many of you know, I was pregnant and I had my son in April. And so as of April, like I was basically on my mat leave, which for me was different, of course, because I got to create what kind of mat leave I wanted because, you know, I'm self-employed. So, and my husband's a firefighter, so he's home a lot, but it was like, looking at that, at that time, I was like, okay, what is it that I want my life to look like in a way, but I still want to hit that goal. Like I still want to hit that goal of working less and being able to, to make as much, like generate as much revenue as I did the year before. And it was just, it was really, really interesting for me because having to have that like season of your life where you're trying to slow down, which I'm not used to, like I'm always focused on grow, grow, grow. and just trying to, to maintain and work less. So every time I tried to work more, I was like, no, I have to work less. Like it was an intentional season of like, not pause, like that's not the word, but you know what I mean? Like of maintenance. But I also think the amazing thing, like I was just saying that came out of that was we also then would not have sat down and said, okay, let's relook at everything. Cause during that time too, we're like, let's slow down. Let's look at everything. And we relooked at everything. Like we were saying at the beginning and found all these areas that we want to change in our business. And we want to make it even better and more amazing, not just for our students, but for our team and everything. So it's like this kind of like, sometimes it's intentional. Like sometimes you're in a slower season intentionally, like growth is not just happening year over year and you don't necessarily want it to. You want to kind of sit and think and marinate and change directions or whatever it is. And that's part of the amazingness of having a business. I think and growing all the time, if you're constantly just grow, 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 but you don't take this time, what happens is things can feel a little like chaotic or a little out of control, or they could sometimes like you see people's businesses where they grow so quickly that they just implode because they don't have the systems in place. Right. So it's like, it, it is an intentional thing. It ha- Even unintentionally, if that happens in your business where you just find it to be like, oh, you know what? It's really just not as busy as usual. Take that time to focus on another area that you can then, it's probably like your opportunity to be able to just slow down and really like have that bird's eye view to look at your business and be like, okay, what can I change here? What can I like improve upon without just adding more layers, which is what the habit that we were getting into, which is just like, add more layers, add more layers, add more layers. No, that wasn't the thing. It's like, how can we improve the experience without adding anything new, but just refining and fine tuning everything to make it even better. Like the experience, just more fluid. So I think it's a really good thing. Well, and that's one thing I found so fascinating, even like looking back as we were going through all the stuff is like, 
like I said, our content is still the same. Like our content, mm-hmm. yes, we've, you know, added some more resources or added some more tools, but the actual, like what you learn in our certifications is the same because it's so good. And we, we don't took- need to change that. And a lot of times I see this with newer coaches is that they think, oh, I have to, you know, scrap everything and start all over again. Oh my gosh, that's so much work. And I've already put in this much work. And usually when you take a moment and look back, you're like, wait a second, actually all of this stuff is still amazing. I just need to refresh it in a way that's current for this world. Like, you know, what's going on in this time or what's going on with the new technology that's out or the way people are consuming or working. Like you just have to make those shifts. So it's just though it's, it's starting to learn. I think for me, one thing I'm so proud of is I really have, I feel like I've really stepped into more of like a business owner and a leader as opposed to letting our business run us if that makes sense yeah like there's so many times you you feel like i've got to do this work i've got instead of just sitting down and being like what do i want this business to look like what do i want my life to look like in relation to this business what Mm -hmm. do i want our team to look like what do i want our days to look like like that for me instead of feeling like i gotta work i gotta work i gotta work which you know what i mean it changes the way you show up and it changes your results like that's the thing i think is the hugest thing it's like the growth that we have been experiencing and the growth that we will experience, I think is such a huge believer. It's based on like, you'll only grow as much, your business will only grow as much as you do. And I think it's based too on the personal growth that we've been doing over the last years. Definitely. I totally agree. I just want to add before we move on um, one last thing, which is, you know, cause you were talking about like, you know, building the business that you, that gives you the life that you choose and gives you the freedoms to decide and, and, and gives you a more opportunity to kind of like slow down if you need to. And I just want to say it's, it's not really necessarily proud, but it's more grateful. Um, I just want to add this in for all of our team members too, that I'm just very grateful for the way that everyone, so over this past year, um, during the pandemic, I lost my father for, I, I haven't publicly talked about this. No one really publicly knows this, but I lost my dad in, um, March of this past year. And it was a really challenging time for not only myself, but my family as well. And I'm just so grateful because, because of the way that we have built the business that we have and because of, the team that we have to support us and our community that is like such a strong thriving community. It allowed for me to have the space that I needed during the time to grieve, to give myself that space. So I, you know, if I needed space, I could take space. I, if I needed support, I had support. If I needed someone to take a project on, they could take a project on. And I think I'm just so grateful for that. And I just want to recognize that because I think that that's, that to me is, like the definition of true freedom, being able to have the ability to take a step back when you need to take a step back. And yes, there's like, you know, everyone talks about like financial freedoms or like all this other kind of stuff, like, oh, time to like, you know, you can make money sitting on a beach or whatever. Like it's it's not about that. Like for me, that actually like in my heart felt so important to me because I was like, man, like I have the ability and I'm so so damn grateful for that because I know that that is a privilege that not a lot of people have. And I'm just, I'm so, I'm so grateful to be able to um, have been able to have that time and that experience that I needed to have to be able to process my feelings and emotions, because the last thing I want to do is just kind of keep moving forward and bottle it all up because we all know that that's not good. So 
Well, and that was what was crazy is like your dad passed away. And then literally like I was miles pregnant. Yeah. And then I had miles. So, and if you guys don't know the story, I was supposed to have him in the hospital and I didn't make it to the hospital. I gave birth to him naturally on my bed (laughs) in my, (laughs) in my apartment. (laughs) I'm a shower (laughs) Yeah. But it, like you were saying too, it was like, we had so much like big life shifts of births and deaths and shifting, like, you know, for both you and I, like huge emotional shifts. And it was like, that was when too, exactly. I was so like, oh my gosh, I'm so proud of the business that we have created and the team members that we have and the community that we have, because this, it was almost like, you know, when you're like training for like an event or like you're at all those days in the gym that you're like, oh my God, why am I here? Like, I just want to go home and you just keep staying, you know, and you keep like working out or whatever. And the day that you're, or even not even for an event, like you're just like working out every day at the gym. And then you're like, why do I do this every day? Like I'm not seeing results. And then one day you like, you know, squat and pick up a huge box and your back doesn't go. And you're like, oh my gosh, this is why I do it. Or like you fit into the pants you want to fit in. You're like, this is why I've been showing up all that time. It's kind of like in that daily grind, you don't realize. And there's been times where, you know, business is challenging and you're like, why am I doing this? But during that season, I was like, this is like, this is the cultivation of all of that work. All of the work and effort. You know, I'm not financially worried right now or worried about, my clients being serviced or like whatever it is, because I know our team is doing it. I know we still have our programs running and I can just enjoy healing and being with my son and I could support you while you're grieving. And you know what I mean? Like all of those things that were just, I'm like, Oh, this is why. And even now, like he's nine months and I wake up every day with gratitude. Like every single day I love um, the house I live in. I love like getting to be able to, set my own schedule that I can just, I get to be home with him and not, like you said, not a lot of people have that, that opportunity or that, that luxury. But the one thing I do want to say though, is guys, is that if that is something you want in your life, you can create it. You can, no matter where you are right now, no matter what is going on, it is something that if you want to create that in your life, you can, which is why we're talking about all this stuff, because, you know, there was a time in my life where I thought I would have to do like earlier on before we had a business. I was like, okay, when I have kids, I'm probably going to get X amount of time for mat leave. I'm going to have to, you know, find daycare. I'm going to have to like be like that's And that was not what I wanted for, for my life. So now to see that knowing I didn't want that. And now to see that actually come to life that I created that, like I was so proud of myself. It was crazy. Yeah, no, for sure. I think, I agree with everything you just said. Okay. So the next thing we want to talk about is the struggles. Mm -hmm. Now, this is something too, like I always encourage everyone to start off talking about like what you're proud of, because number one, we don't ever take the time to be acknowledge what we're proud of ourselves. We acknowledge all the things we can pick ourselves apart for. So it's a really fun way to actually look at like, holy crap, we created a lot of stuff last year, you know? Mm -hmm. And, but then we also want to look at any challenges we had, because there's always an opportunity to learn. Like, and this is where too, I think there's so many times that we move forward really quickly and then we don't look back. And it's like, there's like so much gold there that could change your life really quickly. If you just take a minute and look back and be like, Oh, wait a second, that didn't work. Or this was something I was struggling with. This is something I want to focus on working on. 
So and there's so many times too, when you don't, if you don't identify that this is a struggle that you'll just keep going down the same path. And I'm talking from our experience because there's so many things totally. in our business and even in your personal life, you know, but I can think of so many things in our business specifically that we would do just because that's how we've been doing it. But then when we take a step back and we look at it, we're like, oh, wait, actually, that isn't working. It is kind of challenging. It is a struggle for us to do. Why are we doing it that way? Let's look at a new opportunity, right? So it it's it's a good way to identify without like any kind of judgment or anything. It's literally just a way of being like, like almost like a barometer for your business to be like, is this a struggle? Is this a challenge or is this working? And kind of and help you identify like areas that you can maybe switch and change. Well, it's like, I always think too. some, like, I know some people struggle and I used to struggle with this too, of like answering, you know, what do you want in your life? And sometimes the easiest way to figure out what you want is just ask yourself, what do you not want? And then that way (laughs) it's like, you can see things in the contrast, right? So if you're like, I don't want to work a corporate job anymore. Like maybe you don't fully know yet what you want to do for your own business or you know, if you want to do coaching or if you want to do teaching or if you want to do whatever it is in the health and wellness field, but maybe you just know, I don't want to work my corporate job anymore. That starts to get your brain flowing about what you then ask it, what you do want. And I find that that can really be helpful to get things going. Definitely. So in terms of struggles, I mean, I would think one of my biggest struggles or challenges over this past year that we're still learning to overcome to this day is how to show up from like a, like how much I want to show up, you know, like I really personally struggle with the idea of what do I share on like say social media, right? Cause that's the number one area that like the number one platform that everyone's like, Oh, you got to share this and that. And I look at some people that I follow that are like, you know, big in our space or whatnot. And they're like, they share like their whole life, like everything to do with their kids and their families and this, that, and that's not my comfort. That's not my comfort level. Like I'm just not coming. I don't really feel comfortable sharing, you know, images or videos or home things about Madeline. Like, it's just, it's a place that I keep really like contained and safe. And I don't know if it's just because of the way I grew up, but it's just like, I personally just like to keep that to myself. And so I don't post things like that on social media. So it's like, how do I show up in a way and not feel the pressure to show up that way because you don't have, just because someone does it one way, doesn't mean that it's right for you, but it's like, how do I show up then to still connect and give value as myself, as an individual, as the owner of, or the co-owner of Fitchix Academy without feeling like I'm pushing past that like comfort zone. Do you know what I mean? And that's kind of like, that's always been a struggle for me. And I think it continues to be, but I'm starting to see how I can do it differently. But, and it's also, how do you show up? And this is a big one for a lot of people listening. How do you show up when you're like, I'm doing a live and nobody's showing up. No one's watching. No one's commenting. How do you show up? How do you feel encouraged to want to show up in those scenarios? I know a lot of you listening probably have experienced that. We've experienced that on a regular basis too. Like we know, we understand that feeling. And the thing that you have to do, and I just want to give a tip for that is that you just have to continue to show up because you have no idea who you will impact by what you share. And even if they're not there live with you right now, they might watch it after whatever, but it's, the the value that you're giving is going to impact someone. So just, you have to continue to show up, even though it seems maybe pointless in the moment. It's not. Well, you know what? I, I really, I heard this the other day and I loved it. It was like, you know, look at 
every, like any of the people who you follow, let's say who have a huge business right now. And they all had a day one, like try to imagine what, like they didn't just come out of the business, like birth into the business world with a million followers. And you know what I mean? Like a thousand clients, like it literally was like, they had a day one too. And that is the result of them building up their business. And they had to show up and do things when there was no one, like everyone has that starting point. And, you know, it's interesting because there's certain things that, you know, stepping back to like think, trying to think back to the very beginning, but even for us, like our business shifted. What a lot of people don't know is like, we first had the challenge of showing up to teach, which I know for a lot of our students in Fitchers Academy, when they're first doing their practical classes and practice teaching, that's such a huge hurdle to get over. Right. Because Mm -hmm. it's not about the idea of just even teaching the skill, this new skill, it's getting over the idea of like getting up in front of people and talking and stepping into the identity of like, I'm an instructor and like all of that stuff. Right. Right. And then for us too, then we had to shift and showing up more in the online space. And like you said, and now it's kind of like we've built an audience, but I still also feel it's funny because I feel more comfortable once I'm within our community. So it's so different the way I would show up, let's say on just Facebook live on our Facebook page, which is to the masses. Whereas I still show up authentically, but I feel like I still am definitely more comfortable once it's like, we're in our coaching calls for the holistic nutrition weight loss coach certification, or I'm teaching in the fitness nutrition expert program or whatever it is. Right. Cause that's when I'm in my zone. Like that's when I'm like, Oh, I'm doing like, but when I'm just outside of it, I too have to start. Like, I don't know. It's not that it, it's not that I get stressed out about it. It's not that, but it's just like, I, I question myself. Like, I'm like, is this valuable? You know, is, are people learning from this? Do they feel like this is helping them on their journey to either getting certified or transforming their health? Like I just start to question things, but I always have to remind myself too, that no matter what, like you were saying, like someone is watching and someone needs to hear this. And it might be one person, like it might be one person out of a hundred, but that's something too. I just want to say to anyone who's listening, I think there's a big misconception in business that people don't realize how many people you have to get in front of to be able to actually get people to like, to find your people. Like, it's Mm -hmm. not like you're just going to post and be in front of 10 people and you're going to have 10 clients. Like, I think there's this misconception and that's why the, the consistency of showing up week after week after week, because you might be in front of 10 people, then you're in front of 12, then you're in front of 15, then you're in front of a hundred and then you're getting clients. You know what I mean? So that's why it's so important to keep on showing up. Cause I think, you know, a lot of these business programs sell this like, Oh, it's so easy to get like a hundred clients with one Facebook post. It's like, no, that's not <laughs> actually the way it works. Maybe for some unicorns, but yeah. So no, it's just I that think... idea of like, like that's the thing for me. It's like keeping that consistency week over week, which I love having our podcast because it also makes me show up on the times when I sometimes doubting myself or whatever, you know what I mean? Cause I'm like, Oh, I know we're going to do this. I know this is like our channel where we can't like ha- have the most connection with our client, with our clients, our future clients, women out there in general. And it's just like, I don't know, but it's just the consistency of it too, of getting over. Like, it's just really getting over yourself. That's what you have to get over. It's hard. <laughs> it really is. And 
And if you find it challenging though, I was just going to add like with our podcast, like, you know, this is the one channel that we found that we're the most comfortable on. Like, this is how we just like to deliver content, you know? So we're so grateful for all of you for listening, but I think it's find the things that you feel comfortable. Don't do the things that you feel like are awkward or weird or like, especially in the beginning. Like if you're like, if you're like, oh my gosh, like everyone says I should go on TikTok and I, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to go on TikTok or I don't want to do this or do the things you're comfortable with till you start building your confidence. And then find the platforms that you connect with your people the most on, and then just use those platforms and get really good at those platforms and get really comfortable at delivering on those platforms. You know, when we started Fitchix Chat, it was like, we, I remember the conversation we had, we're like, who's even going to listen to us? <laughs> Are we even going to have any listeners? Right. And then we've been able to build it and we have over 400 episodes now, and we just continue to deliver weekly content because we have people weekly checking in and following and subscribing. And it's amazing. And we love this platform to be able to share information with all of you. So and share parts of ourselves with you. So it's just, yeah, it's like, find the thing, be consistent, continue to show up. Hello everyone, my name is Lydia. I am from the Dominican Republic, living in Canada now for almost five years. I am married and have an amazing 25 years old daughter. I have over 17 years of experience in the wellness and spa industry and also certified in holistic and integrative health. I work with uh, different stress management techniques and May 2020, I graduated as a holistic nutrition and weight loss coach and just finished my fitness and nutrition certification by Fitchick Academy. My journal uh, in the wellness industry started in the 2004 when I took my first massage course. And from this moment, I knew that I want to care for people, help them to feel better and have a better lifestyle. I work in different resorts in the Caribbean and learn different wellness techniques and everything about service. Never stopping learning and getting more excited for all the wonderful information was revealing to me. In order to achieve my purpose, I had to overcome a lot of obstacles, what had been a learning opportunity too. One of them had been to overcome the language barrier. To do the transition from Spanish to English, it was very challenging. I struggled in trying to express myself, but you know what? Every day I am so grateful, especially with Fitchit Academy, to give me the opportunity to grow and learn and meet some most amazing people. I appreciate to most, to everyone God put in my way to help me to achieve my goal. One of the moments most incredible of my life was when I find my why. And like Martin say, the two most important day in the life of that person is the day they born and the day they find out why. My vision is to use my resource, knowledge and ability to help others to be the best version of themselves. 
Now, if you are ready to get certified today and build the fitness and nutrition business of your dreams, we invite you to join our FitChix Academy upcoming certifications for our fitness and nutrition expert program, as well as our holistic nutrition weight loss coaching certifications. So we can help you build a successful business using our proven formula that has helped hundreds of our graduates do the same. Learn more at www.fitchicksacademy.com. And we look forward to welcoming you to the Academy. Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out.